Hi there. We welcome you to the Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. My name is Brian Rushing. The guy across the table's name is... Corky Franks. And check this out, Brian. I know everyone can't tune in Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNCRadio.com, 101.1 FM, or 1450 a.m. And that's why we have some great news for the listeners. That's right. You can now get our podcast on SoundCloud as well as Spotify and Apple Music. It's fantastic for you. We do the work. You get the enjoyment. So enjoy. Shut up and sit down. And we welcome you back to Hour 3 of the Rush Hour Morning Show. Brian Rushing, Corky Franks with you. Corky Franks, this conversation is going to be a very intriguing one. Um, Very, not enough in life do you get good guys that get opportunities. And I, I can't wait till I get my shot to be one of those guys. But this guy here gets his shot. This springtime as the public address voice of the AAA Gwinnett Stripers. Brian, we've said it a thousand times. You know, so you see it so often in entertainment. It really doesn't matter how good you are most of the time. It's who you know and things like that, the politics, the timing and everything. But this guy is a good guy. I mean, if you, if you know anything about him, you, you've seen his story. You've looked him up on YouTube. You've, you followed the Braves search for a PA announcer. And uh, it's just a great story, and I can't wait to get into it. With that said, let's welcome Carrie Claiborne to the Rush Hour Morning Show. Carrie, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. Welcome to the Charlotte Market. Good morning, fellas. It's uh, it's good to be on. Looking forward to talking to you guys as well. Well, let's let's dive right into it. Um, I got to know a little bit about your story um, when we started connecting on LinkedIn. Uh, you were vying for the same job that I was the Atlanta public address announcer's job, you were one of the finalists. And then we got to really chronicle your journey as you were trying to be the person that was ultimately chosen. Carrie, let me ask you this. Did you have any idea that the final result would look like this per se? (laughs) No, I did not. (laughs) I, uh, I, I kind of put it on Facebook, uh, you know, when I was in the top 12, but I just randomly one morning, um, got an email that was, you know, they had posted the job and I, uh, I just quickly recorded the demo reel and sent it in and told my wife, we'll see what happens. And sure enough, a week later, I found out I was going to be interviewed. And then later that night I was found out I was in the finals and it was just a, it was a whirlwind for sure. Well, now, you, you were one of the 12 finalists uh, that were part of the search for the Atlanta Braves public address announcer. Kind of, Can you kind of give us an idea of what the experience was like once you pull up to Truist Park and, and everything that kind of went down in the process that led up to the audition itself and then even after you were told, it's the end of the line for you, sorry, but we're going a different direction. 
Sure, absolutely. So, uh, if there's if one biggest thing I learned is always be early for your auditions or your interviews. And I because when I got there, the parking garage they told us to park in uh, was was not working. So I had to <laughs> walk walk a long way to get there. And I was like, oh no, I'm going to be late. But anyways, it was it was a total world. They whisk us in. Um, they took us up to the press box immediately. You get off the elevator, and there's a control room, and it was just uh, whoa, you know, and. Um, they, they took us in a room, did some headshots of us. They um, had us do a little quick little 15-second intro of ourselves, which you probably saw in that um, American Idol-style video that they released. And then they take me over, and they're like, hey, here's the chair. Here's the cough button uh, to turn on the mic. Your reads are going to pop up on a screen. Uh, you ready? <laughs> and I was like, I guess so. <laughs> you know, we didn't get to read over anything um, and get prepared. And it was just really fast. And uh, and then, you know, when we were done, they said, thanks for coming out. You did great. We'll be in touch. You'll hear something from us. And uh, and then they took me back down and that was it. And it was that fast. And because um, I think they were trying to get through all 12 of us in about an hour and a half span. And then it was just uh, pulling my hair out for two weeks, stressing out and wondering and not knowing if I was going to be in the top three. And I, I've kidded. I think that that two weeks took years off of my life for sure. And uh, and then, you know, they got an email from a Braves VP that said, thanks for you know offering your voice. But your journey ends here. And um, and they were really great about it. You know, I, I actually. Uh, immediately emailed and was like, well, hey, just so you know, I'm also applying for the Gwinnett Striper. So if you want to put in a good word for me, that'd be great. And they were uh, gracious enough to do that for me. But it was it was a uh, it was a fun experience. One I'll never forget for sure. Gary, how, how did you how did you get here? I mean, was it always you know, I saw a video of you yesterday. I think Brian said you were coming on the show about where you guys found an old van or something and you stripped <laughs> it out. And has, has, has this always been a passion and a dream, something you've always wanted to do? You know, it wasn't when I was um, younger, like in high school, but when I got to college, we had a great basketball team. We were a small school or NAIA division at the time, and we had a great team, and we had a small um, TV station that went out from our college across a couple of counties, and uh, we said, man, we need to get these games on TV, and so we started our own student organization. It was about six or seven, you know, 19-year-old kids. I had no idea what we were doing. Uh, we had some good help from faculty, uh, for sure, that kind of pointed us in the right direction. But, yeah, we found out the gym was wired up for live broadcast. You just had to be able to plug in on the outside of the building. And so we, we created our own mobile van and ordered equipment to be able to do some graphics and um, ordered some microphones. Actually, if you watch that video closely, you can see our little monitor that's sitting yeah. in front of us is an, is an old black and white like um, uh, TV, like you would have, like people used to have, like in their in their van, like conversion vans in the '80s. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, like, like, like really like, small, like a four, like a <laughs> yeah. four or five incher. Exactly, that was our monitor. Um, so it was pieced together, but you know, it, we we pulled it off, and we did every home game for about I did for about three years uh, before I moved on, and um, that's that. Yeah, we started there, and. Um, you know, then I moved up back up to Atlanta, where I'm originally from, and um, got married and had a couple of kids and, and um, got busy with life, I guess. And then when my daughter started cheerleading uh, in Buford, where we live, um, I started announcing PA announcing for the little first grade football team. Yeah. And then then people heard me and, hey, will you do our team as well? Will you do our team as well? And 
before you know it, I was doing four or five teams. And, um, and then, you know, last year I was doing, I think third grade, fifth grade, both eighth grade teams, plus Buford high school varsity football, which is, you know, if you know anything about Buford football, it's a, a Georgia powerhouse program. We'll actually be up uh, in North Carolina playing Mallard Creek in the fall. Okay. I know you know them. Yeah. It's right across town. So, so you, but that, but that's, that's, that's how I got there. And then, um, you know, I just figured why not throw my hat in the ring for the Braves. So this opportunity pops up and you're just like, eh, what the heck? Let me make a video, send it in. You, surely you, <laughs> n- you never thought anything would come of it, right? <laughs> no, I mean, uh, I, you know, I, I knew there had to be hundreds of guys. Well, and then to be honest, then I see on LinkedIn guys like uh, be fresh there and applying, and I'm like, man, that guy's got experience. You know, I'm probably a big trouble. Other guys are auditioning and applying, and I just didn't didn't have any idea that uh, that I would get the call. And um, you know, I was flattered that they liked my voice, and and I just just. Went along for the ride. Well, it probably helps that you you know a whole, you're a whole lot closer than four hours away, like Brian is. You see, I, I think that had a, a big part to do with it. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I was telling Brian. I was like, Brian, you, you know, the crazy thing about it is, not only are you really talented. I mean, Brian's worked for everybody. All these baseball teams. Right. He, he's got a tremendous resume, and uh, he was kind of crushed when he didn't even get a call back. And I'm like, Brian, the reality is, you're just four hours away. Now, what the Braves organization didn't know is Brian already uh, had a plan in place so he could be in Atlanta for those games. But still, it, it surely helps that you are talented, you're well-liked in the community, and you're only you know 10 or 12 miles away from the ballpark. I'm sure that's a, that's a plus. I think that – I think if you look at the top 12, um, I think most everybody in there was pretty local – and the, and to be honest, I think the couple the the couple of people that were in there that weren't very close might have might have uh, been in there for some publicity. Catch my no, throat. you don't think so? Surely this wasn't. Come on, Kerry. Surely this wasn't a marketing employee by the Atlanta Braves, was it? Surely. You're not, can I, I'll say that so you don't hey, have to. How about that? You you. I was about to say you said it, not me, brother. <laughs> hey, let me ask you something real quick. Uh, listeners of the show know that I'm a big Survivor fan. I don't know if you watch Survivor on CBS on Wednesday nights or not, but I've been a huge Survivor fan. So I applied last year and made it to the finals, just like what you did. And once you find out you're in the finals, tell – I mean, you, you mentioned pulling your hair out. That's that's not even a, an exaggeration. You don't sleep or anything, do you, Kerry? You're like, oh, I got a shot. No. I got a shot. I got a – you can't oh, sleep. My eyes would – my eyes would pop open at two in the morning and guess what I was thinking about. Yeah. I get and, it. and I couldn't go back to sleep and I'd get up and I'd, you know, get something to drink and I try to go back to sleep. And then I wake up in the morning and I, I bet I ref- I was kidding my wife. I said, Google's going to send me a, a, a warning that yeah. I, I need to stop refreshing my email <laughs> 4,000 times a day. You know, you just want to, it was, it. uh, it was crazy. You just want an app. You just want to hear something. You don't need, you know, I just wanted to, right. I just wanted to hear, we're sorry we're not able to put you through this year. Just something. Just tell me something. But just, just Yeah, because I, I told my wife, I, I I I bet I would bet a million dollars the Braves knew who were who was gonna get the job as soon as our final auditions were over on February first. Listen, I would They bet, knew. I think they knew. but they didn't announce the top three until a week and a half later. And I was like, Man, they already know. Why don't they just tell us? You know, but I think, you know, they didn't want it to get out because they wanted web traffic and Twitter hits and everything else, which I get. I would bet but you- for us, for us sitting at home, it was like, oh man, I just need to know. 
I would bet you every dollar I've ever spent in my life, plus the money you spent and Brian, that they knew Kevin Krauss was going to be the guy before the whole thing even started. But hey, what you know? What, what do I know? I don't know about that. You don't think so? <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, you said it. Yeah. Okay. Terry, <laughs> <laughs> so let let me ask you this. I mean, obviously. You know, the, the Gwinnett Stripers job uh, was really sort of a reactionary move to what might have been transpiring with, with transpiring with Kevin Krause. Basically, you reached out to them. You auditioned. What was the time frame from your first contact with the Stripers to them handing the job to you? So the Stripers had to, because Kevin was involved in the process, they had to accept applications even before that process was over because they 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 wanted a backup plan in place, which I get. They couldn't have waited. I mean, our first game is March 31st, right? They couldn't wait until March 1st to start this process. So I sent an application actually a few days before Kevin was even announced um, as the as the Braves announcer. And of course, I didn't hear anything back because they were just it was just a an in case backup kind of situation but they were much more streamlined i'll tell you that i uh once they announced kevin was the guy on that friday the 24th um then the 27th was on monday uh, i heard from them on tuesday they asked for an interview on thursday and then last friday they told me i had the gig so it, it was very fast. Um, and in fact, I didn't, you know, I didn't have to go do any audition because I think they had all the video uh, and audio they needed of me um, being shared with them from the brave. And and I'll tell you, Kevin Krause, man, he's a stand up guy. I immediately reached out to him and congratulated him when he got the gig. And I said, Hey, by the way, I'm buying for your old job. Um, I would love you to put in a good word for me. And he was like, I already have. And, um, that's good. So that was awesome. And, um, and the Braves were very gracious. They, you know, they told me in my interview with the Stripers that, um, one of the Braves VP had, had sent over a glowing recommendation for me. And, and, uh, I was just flattered about all that, but yeah, it was real quick, man. Uh, for my first interaction with the Stripers was on a Tuesday and by Friday they told me I had the gig. So, so Carrie, I was, me, I was glad that it went much quicker. <laughs> Carrie, let me ask you this. This is Carrie Claiborne, the new voice of the AAA Gwinnett Stripers, the public address voice inside of Cool Ray Field. So, Carrie, we know about Georgia football, okay? What happens on the first Friday night that there's a conflict between the Stripers and Buford High School? Well, the, 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 one of the best things about – getting the stripers gig as opposed to the Braves gig is the chance for some flexibility with the Braves. There's none. I mean, they were very upfront with us in our interviews telling us you're, you have to be at all 81 home games plus playoffs. You know, <laughs> there's no, you know, it, I mean, it would have to be some kind of dire family emergency for you to miss. Whereas the stripers started off the process. What's your availability? <laughs> so they they know that that um you know it was last minute and um <clears throat> it's not major league baseball so i told them very very upfront in my interview um if there's a conflict on a friday night between a stripers game and a buford wolves game i'll be over at tom rodden stadium at buford high school oh well, yeah. and they said they said that was fine and there's you know as luck would have it though there's only one there's only one friday this fall where there's a conflict well, listen. and um 
Well, I'm going to I'm going to ask you to do the same thing you did for Kevin Krause. I'm going to ask you to put a word in for B Rush. I mean, if there's only one game, surely we can kind of finagle our way and at least get him a shot, right? Or am I wrong? Can you help out B Rush? You like help? as a backup? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, put a word in for him. I don't think he'd mind driving four hours. I mean, I, I, I'm sure the pay is probably going to be like a hot dog and a handshake and maybe like a $10 bill in an envelope or something like that. It's not going to be that Braves <laughs> money. But I think, B, I think B Rush should be great at it. Let's put his name in the hat. Why not? He's over here smiling. Absolutely. I mean, I get. Absolutely. Hey, Brian, I get 10%, you know, for agent fee, though. So, <laughs> so basically, you get a piece of the hot dog and a dollar. Yeah. Uh, okay. yeah. <laughs> that, that works. I get the ketchup packet hey, and a dollar. My first game at the AAA level would be my first game at the AAA level. So, I mean, that's just the way that works. Uh, Carrie. Thank you so much for, for allowing us the opportunity to reach out to you, for you telling the story. Uh, I want to have you back often. Uh, I want to help you. I want to help you chronicle the story this year as it, as it relates to the Stripers. Certainly, if there's any time that you decide to come up this way to Charlotte, maybe the Stripers are in town to take on the Knights. would love to sit and watch a baseball game with you as we move forward through the summertime. I would, I would love that, man. Keep in touch, and uh, you know, you guys call me anytime. I'm happy to, always happy to talk. That's the good thing about PA announcers; we never shut up. Hey, last thing, Kerry, before we jump off here, I'm a Dodgers fan. I hope they ten run rule the Braves every time. Well, nobody's <laughs> perfect, you know. <laughs> Boy, howdy! I got you. I got you. <laughs> Kerry Claiborne, <laughs> thank you so much for being with us this morning here on the Rush Hour Morning Show. We will be in touch with you soon. Absolutely. I look forward to it. You guys have a great day. Thanks, Kerry. Right. Congratulations care, again. Thanks. Folks, when we come back on the other side of the timeout, we'll continue on with the Rush Hour Morning Show on this Wednesday. We'll be right back. We thank you for tuning in to this Rush Hour Morning Show podcast. Don't forget, you can find us Monday through Friday from 6 to 9 a.m. on WGNC AM 1450. 101.1 FM. You can even stream the show on WGNCRadio.com. Until we're back with you with the next podcast, enjoy your day. We'll see you next time.